0: The skills are getting a much more importance and relevance in the way that people will succeed. Because at the end, with the skills, you can really transform or change an organization. And companies is what they are looking for.
1: Welcome to DAREcast, powered by Henkel. My name is Patricia Reiners, and I am your host and freelance UX designer from Berlin. I'm focusing on immersive tech and innovation and I'm very, very passionate about these topics. I also like to create content on social media and um, yeah, I'm really excited about today's episode because in this episode of the Darecast podcast, we will talk about how sales skills can help you craft your career but also elevate your daily conversations and negotiations more successfully. And together with our guest, Fausto Bernfield, Head of Sales, Henkel Consumer Brands in Mexico, we are excited to embark on this journey of personal and professional growth with you. Learn more about the power of skills and how they can positively impact every aspect of our life. From honing essential skills for career advancement to mastering interpersonal skills for stronger relationships, we will cover it all. So stay tuned as as Fausto shares his own experience as well as tips and tricks to bring your inner salesperson to life and start crafting your career. So I am thrilled to introduce our special guest, Fausto Bernfield. the sales head Henkel Consumer Brands based in Mexico. He's a remarkable individual with a passion for sports, a love for travel and the joys of being a father. First and foremost, Fausto is an absolute sports junkie. His dedication to pushing his physical limits is truly inspiring. So as a daring participant in grueling endurance events, he has conquered the Ironman and Oceanman challenges. Beyond his athletic pursuit, Fausto finds the most joy in being a proud father of two. When Fausto isn't immersed in the world of sports or parenting, he indulges his wanderlust as a travel enthusiast. And today we have the privilege of delving into Fausto's incredible professional journey discussing the power of sales. So, without further ado, let's dive into the game-changing conversation with Fausto and explore the stories and wisdom he has to share. Welcome,
0: Fausto. Thank you very much, Patricia. Thank you for welcoming me, you know with this very warm welcome and super happy to be here with you and having this conversation and sharing my experiences with your listeners
1: amazing thank you so much Fausto I really appreciate that so this episode is about sales I am curious when did you realize or your passion for sales and when was your first sales experience well I
0: think that first I was a natural sailor since I was a kid but to answer your question, I will tell you a story about the specific moment when I realized that I wanted to do this for a living. So just as a background, you know, my, my academy background is in engineering. I then afterwards did a master's degree in business administration, but my major was in electronic engineering. And I was very good at it, so end of my eighth semester. And just the night before delivering my final project, everything was working perfectly. But as any engineer that is listening could, uh, you know, can understand me, you know, the night before I was doing my final, you know, tests and making sure that everything was working. And unfortunately, I received like a voltage peak. So the microcontroller that I was using, you know, just burned. So. Just the night before, delivering my final project.
1: Uh-oh. Uh,
0: you can imagine. <laughs> I, I had three different alternatives. The first one, you know, to, to collapse and then, you know, to just cry out. The second one, to try to get another microcontroller. But the, the issue is that it was a very specific model and all of the programming and circuiting was just customized for that one specific. Or the third one, you know, to focus all of my energy on creating a bulletproof story you know, to sell the idea. And I decided to go with the third. Going? Mm-hmm. Wow. So, looking forward, you know, on the next day, I, you know, entered to the room with the signal there. And I started to present it, uh, you know, a useless box because it was not working. <laughs> you know, I, I created a story, presented the marketing side, the, you know, the potential business that was behind this power lock then i focus on explaining how it worked all of the programming the circuitry you know to demonstrate that even though that it was not powered in that time i have the know-how on how to make it work and then i reinforce all of the benefits long story short you know i think that i created a great story because i got an a so so you know that's when i really realized and i say (laughs) you know i presented I used this box with a damaged microcontroller and I got an A. Wow. And and when I was, you know, just thinking about this, uh, reflecting when I was going back home, you know, I I really thought I love sell my ideas. I care about creating ideas, but I really love to present them in a way that I can, you know, convince people to fall in love with them. And that's the specific point when I decided that I wanted to explore sales as a way of living.
1: Wow, that's so inspiring when like out of this huge obstacle comes a new career kind of, right? I'm curious, like even before this incident, did you have like some kind of like a sense that sales is something for you that that you're really like good and like articulating yourself or was that like the moment where you realized this is like, this is a skill that I have that you didn't know before?
0: Well, I I would say, you know, and, and as I told you before, you know, since I was a little kid, I had some specific experiences in sales. So the typical one, when I was a little kid, I sold candies and lemonades to, to my, to my classmates. And <laughs> uh, when, when I was a teenager, you know, I wanted to pay for a trip to to the South con of, of of America. Uh, I wanted to go to Argentina and I, you know, tried to save some money and I and I ended up to sell apartments, you know, I as mm-hmm. a realtor. So that's when I realized that there was, you know, also something so, something interested for me, interesting for me on the on the sales field. Mm-hmm. But in that specific moment, I remember in that time when I was going back home, when, that's when I realized that I wanted that for the rest of my, for the rest of my life.
1: I love that. Um what would you say what would be certain skills that someone needs to have to really be successful in sales
0: great question Patricia um empathy you know mm-hmm. we tend to be very focused on what do we want what do we want to solve what's our objective and when you really when you are really, really you know selling something what you need to perfectly understand is what's in the other person's mind, what are their concerns? What are their needs? So you can find a way to connect with that and to, you know, like turn the table around and instead of being selling, to have the other person buying you, you know? So, so for me, empathy sounds, again, simple. yet is super, super important. The second one, I would say you need, you know, critical thinking, because again, once you have understood, you know the, the need from the other person. Once you you have the clear picture of what you you want, you know how you want to connect with them. You need to find a way of getting data and transforming that data into insights mm-hmm. and connect those needs with the solution that you have. So, so again, you need to be a problem solver and find different creative ways on getting. You know this problem solve in a way that for your counterpart will make uh, you know a many meaningful benefit. And third, definitely, advanced communication skills. You know you need uh, you need to be a storyteller. You need to make sure how you already with empathy you understood already the need. With your critical thinking, you already created or you know crafted a solution. But then, how you communicate it into a power and compelling way is critical. Uh, in order to get your audience to to, to buy it. Do
1: you think someone can learn these skills or is it something that, I don't know, is in your genes?
0: Um, As any skills, I would say, it's something that you can learn, definitely. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, some people are, you know, more natural in the way that they communicate, more natural in the way, you know, they have this empathy. But any set of skills is something that you can learn. The difference between knowledge and skills is that it is much more fast to learn knowledge than to learn skills. You know, Mm -hmm. when you when you in fact, you do not necessarily learn, you develop skills. Yeah. So what I wanted to share with you is when I am hiring someone for my team, I focus much more on their skills than on their knowledge. Because the Mm. knowledge is something that you can teach and and people can learn, you know, quickly. Skills is something that you need to keep, to keep developing. And the best way, the best way to develop a skill is, you know, the practice makes the master, you know, you need to to really practice and practice and really try it until you, you know, you can break it.
1: Would you say, I mean, you're in the market for some time, right? So would you say that the skills that are required for becoming like a good salesperson or being good in sales has changed in the last decades? Or is it more or less very similar and you just use different tactics?
0: Um, I will divide my answer in two. First, talking about specifically for sales, but I also also would like to share, you know, from a broader perspective. So for the first piece, specifically for sales, Empathy, it's a skill that, you know, I would say it's it is something that has been always required for this field to really understand your counterpart. Yeah. But I think that the critical thinking is something that is much more required right now. Because, again, in the past, the way that people used to sell was much more to focus on, you know, I have this product, I explain to you about this product, and then, you know, you buy it. But that was, you know, like the basic story that a, a regular seller, you know, used used to tell, no? And you know, you can imagine when, when people talk about someone from sales, you can just picture this person with, you know, with a handbag and just knocking the door. And that's not not necessarily sales in the in the modern world and in the, in the corporate world. Okay? So when you do, you, you need this critical thinking because, as I was telling you, you need to be able to analyze data. You need to be able to create solutions, and in the most of the cases, you need to do it while you are speaking. You know when you are when, when you are doing the pitch, because you need to be listening carefully to what the other person is saying. And, and sometimes you even need to change the strategy in the time. So, so I think that that right now a, a, a skill that is more more critical for a sales person versus in the past is this critical thinking with with, with agility. Okay, and lastly, again the communication skills. Is something that that for me it's a remarkable skill, but not only for sales, but I would say you know for for any for any field. So if I now answer the part of of a broader perspective, talking about the skills, you know there are basically four group of skills. You know you have the technological digital skills, which as the number describes, you know it's more. You know, about the technological background, the mastery, the savvy, and also the digital, all about the online piece. They are the classical skills, you know, this problem solving, this analytical thinking, but they are transformational skills. The four piece where is where the sales skills are, are much more concentrated. And the name of transformational skills, you know, it's related to really being able to transform a business, to transform mm-hmm. an organization, to really change the game. And this is something that is taking much more relevance in this modern world. You know, if you think maybe 30 years, years ago, you know, having a major was already enough. Sometimes, you know, having a master's degree was, you know, extraordinary and you could succeed success by only having that. Yeah. But in this ever changing world, very competitive global environment, skills are getting a much more importance and relevance in the way that people will succeed. Because at the end, with the skills, you can really transform or change an organization. And companies is what they are looking for. Not, not individuals to perform a task, but individuals that really change the way that the company does the things.
1: That makes so much sense. Focusing much more on skills, things that you learn also through practice, soft skills, and less on knowledge Things that you learn in university, certain degrees and things like that, super, super, super important, right? Especially with sales, um, understanding all the little nuances, reading people's uh, face expression, and um, like the problem solving you mentioned when they're I don't know talking about a certain issue that they're having, you coming up with a solution for them, explaining them how they could like benefit from the solution that you are offering, right? So, we have prepared a little game for our guest, pairs of words, and I will briefly explain how it works. Our guests have to take turns choosing one of the two words I'm about to read out. Of course, there is no right or wrong, and there is no time to think about it, so just be fast. I will get started now. So, pitching or negotiating? Negotiating. Listening or speaking? Listening. Office or home office? Office. Product knowledge or consumer understanding? Consumer understanding. Phone call or email?
0: Tough one. Uh, Phone call. Okay.
1: (laughs) In-person meetings or virtual sales meetings?
0: In-person, definitely.
1: Okay, love that. Perfect. (laughs) I'm really curious. So, For me, sales is something super fascinating to do it right without being salesy, right? But being like nice and that people really buy from you because no one wants to get the feeling that someone is selling them something, right? They always want to get the feeling that they decided on their own that they want something. So I assume you really mastered that skill. How do you use that in your private life? with your family, with your friends, when you want them to do something. Are these the same skills that you use in your business or are they a little bit different?
0: I fully agree with you. And one of the biggest challenges when you are selling, despite if you are talking about business personally, professionally, is, again, not, not to sell. That hard that it looks at you are selling, you know? Yeah. And even we have a concept in sales that it's to not oversell something.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. And that's why it's also very important to listen to other parts, to look at the reactions, to connect with this empathy on, you know, how are they, you know, receiving and are they reading your message? Because you do not want to oversell. So first, I fully agree with that point that you mentioned. Then answering specifically to your questions, how do I bring this into life, into my everyday? What I will tell you is I love to persuade, you know, it's it's it's, it's <laughs> and sometimes I even do this just for the fun of it, you know. <laughs> I, I remember, you know, I will tell you uh, an example that it, it has, you know, only a couple of months, you know. We went into the beach with, you know, with my team. It was a sales national convention. And we were just, you know, sitting around the beach and, you know, people were going into into the bar to get beer. And when they approached the bartender, you know, the bartender told them, you can only get one beer per person. You know, get one beer and you need to go back. And, you know, four persons from my team, you know, went back and forth and they said, I can only get one beer. Again, as I told you, sometimes I just enjoy to do this for the sake of the fun. And I say, I will bring more beers, you know. So I went to the bartender. I'm pretty sure that you are sick of, you know, all of us coming and begging you, give me more beers when you have a clear rule that you can only bring, you you can only give one beer. But the problem is that if you don't come with this solution, you will still have 10 of us coming back and forth with exactly the same problem. So I want you, I want to save you, you know, this pain of going to to the freezer, bringing one beer, then having another person just like me bring another beer. So please let me help you. And give me five years so I can save you the pain for the next 30 minutes that no one will come to bother you. He just laughed and he gave me the five years. No way. This is just to exemplify how, you know, in my regular life, even just for fun, I do these kind of things. Okay. In a more serious way, just to wrap up and to summarize with your question, is Today, you can do some things for funds, you know, such as getting the peers for your friends, but you can also create a lot of value for your money when you really take this seriously and you go and, you know, negotiate and sell things in a way that you create, you know, the right story.
1: Super interesting. And I think I also learned a ton out of this. I think it was so interesting. Like you started with really understanding The need and the problem and you really wanted to understand the problem first before you try to convince them but the uh, empathy part is super interesting and the second thing that i find really interesting is you mentioned that you first talked about like the benefit and the profit but also the you know the things that they would lose or um you know like the, the loss that they would have if they wouldn't accept your offer you know, like the waiter need to like walk up and down the stairs several times in the next half an hour and then not doing that for the next 30 minutes sounds like an amazing offer to them. Like, you know, bringing it in another perspective. I think it's super interesting. And so I find that very, very interesting and super helpful. This almost sounds like some kind of like a framework that I'm hearing, right, That that people could use. So from your words, I'm not sure if I like summarized it super well. From your words, if you would need to create some kind of like a framework for people or for the listeners who want to use this kind of strategy in their day-to-day life, how would that look like?
0: Yeah. um, First, again, you're you're super clear and I, I couldn't, you know, summarize it in a better way than you did. What you need first is to perfectly understand what's in the other person's mind so from a framework standpoint the first step i would say even call it the the step zero is to ask to listen and to understand you know because sometimes as you mentioned people you know just jump into a strategy to start selling and and to not connect with the other person second one you need to create this solution that of course it goes with your objective but at the solves a problem or a concern that you, you realize that the other person has, okay? And I love the way that you position it and you, you reframe it. It's, you know, selling is not about changing something, but it's about, you know, putting it in another perspective. You know, you, you just say, it's, it's, if you put it this same story in another perspective, you can really connect with the audience, again, who do not sell, but to get the other person to buy you. First, understanding the need, Second, to really looking a way of connecting this problem. And lastly, to tell the story, but also when you tell the story, when you do the selling, uh, there are five steps that you you will need to follow. The first one, create the need. So you need to start, you need to start with pitching the need that they have. You picture the problem of the need of them. Then you picture the perfect word for them. Okay. So you don't want that. imagine that I can save you 30 minutes of having these people here or imagine that I can save you this pain of not having the money you know, to close your divorce on or to keep paying interest. So, and you have picture it. Can you explain how it works? I will show you. I will give you this. I will do this, A, B, C, D. And with that, we will fix this problem. Lastly, you reinforce the benefits. Remember, if you accept this plan, if you accept this plan, what you will get into the benefits are ABCD, And lastly, you offer an easy closing. What would you do? What would I do? And then we shake hands. So again, that that would be the general framework of how you need to to operate into a selling story.
1: I mean, sounds convincing to me. Do you think people could use or use these kind of framework on a day-to-day basis, practices on a day-to-day basis? Do you have any tips on like how to get better at sales? Because we all need sales strategies. How would that look like on a day-to-day basis? Or maybe you also have some tips for your... Are you sharing some tips with your team that they, they are becoming better? What would be like daily tips that they could use?
0: Definitely. First, if they do not remember what I have told in this, well, they will have the podcast that they can listen again. But if not, uh, something uh, that I would recommend everyone to go back and to listen, or to look, but in a very, you know, like... Uh, conscious way. So the number one tip that I give to my team is if you forget about everything that I'm telling to you, just watch an information and you understand how this story needs to be built up. Okay? I'll be the first. Second, most important, and again, that's what I connected since the beginning with these three critical skills. You need to be, to have authentic empathy for the other. You need yeah. to really get into the mind of the other person. You need to understand what are they feeling. And third, and this is something that even you mentioned, is do not do it in a, in a way that it looks like you are selling, that like you are mm-hmm. forcing something to the conversation. Do it into a much much more natural way. You know, present your story, but also you know, stop and listen what the other person has to say. Stop and look at their reactions. So you can, you know, do not do just a pitch. You can really connect into a conversation and from that, you can have a much more powerful story. So that will be my three tips.
1: Okay, perfect. I think amazing tips. And the interview went by so, so, so fast, but... Um, I can already thank you for sharing all these amazing insights and perspectives, your honesty about all these topics and your stories. I really appreciate that. And we always end the interview with a very special topic, which is called the food for thought, a tangible tip or any kind of learning that you have. So if you would need to share one thing with our listeners at the end, what would this be?
0: For sure, Patricia. Um, Well, as I mentioned, you know, over the conversation, skills in general are becoming an increasingly important topic. In this case, transformative skills, which include communication and negotiation skills, are part of the future skill framework. So we all are in the field of selling. How you tell the story can be the difference between getting the support for your ideas or not. At Henkel, we empower people to bring their ideas to life. But being able to explain the benefit and how it works in a compelling way is critical.
1: Makes sense. Perfect. I think these were amazing last words. Very inspiring. Um, Thank you so much for sharing them with me and our listeners. Uh, I think we all really appreciate that. Um, I must say I personally really really enjoyed um, all the stories that you told I think very tangible learning how to approach these kind of situations that can be in like a more private scenario like you shared your story on the beach or like a business scenario right where you really want to sell or bring something to the client you know uh, win a certain pitch for example so I think this was really interesting for me creating the need and focusing on Empathy, really understanding the the very specific need from someone when it comes to a certain topic, because then you can use your critical thinking, your problem-solving skills to frame a story or some kind of like a scenario for these specific pain points, which I think is super interesting and very different than what most people really have in mind when they think about sales. So very inspiring. And also the fact about focusing more on skills and less on knowledge because skills need to be built, need to be practiced. Um, you can learn them on your own, just on, a day, like on your day-to-day life and you need don't need to go to university or have any kind of certificate. And so the world is definitely changing. Super inspiring interview, Fausto. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and also thank you to our listeners who listened to that um, episode. And last words, as always, be the one who dares and tune into our next episode. Thank you. Thank
0: you very much, Patricia. I really enjoyed the conversation and thank you for having me here.
1: Thank you, Fausto.